0: At that time Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee, went up on the mountain, and sat down there. Great crowds came to Him, having with them the lame, the blind, the deformed, the mute, and many others. They placed them at His feet, and He cured them. The crowds were amazed when they saw the mute speaking, the deformed being whole, the lame walking, and the blind able to see and they glorified the Lord of Israel. Jesus summoned His disciples and said, My heart is moved with pity for the crowd, for they have been with me now for three days and have had nothing to eat. I do not want to send them away hungry, for fear they may collapse on the way. The disciples said to Him, Where could we ever get enough bread in this deserted place to satisfy such a crowd? Jesus said to them, How many loaves do you have? Seven, they replied, and a few fish. He ordered the crowd to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves and the fish, gave thanks, broke the loaves, and gave them to the disciples, who in turn gave them to the crowd. And they ate and were satisfied. They picked up the fragments left over, seven baskets full. The Gospel of the Lord. Dear brothers and sisters, Advent is a time of preparation for celebrating the birth of our Lord on December 25th. And if it were necessary, may I suggest that when anybody wishes you happy holidays, you say Merry Christmas. Because we don't want to allow people push Christ out of Christmas. Christmas is all about, it's all about the Lord. It's all about Him. It's not about holidays. And in that sense, the liturgy of today and of the days coming up to Christmas prepare us to help us to understand the greatness of this feast. The first reading from the book of Isaiah refers to a tradition that was quite common in, time, in his time. And that was when the king had a feast he would give presents to those whom he invited. And uh, in this case, the feast of rich food and the feast of choice wines uh, will be offered. But at the same time, it says two things that will be gifts of the Lord. It's referring obviously to a, a gift or rather a feast at the end of time. The first gift, the web, Sorry, on this mountain, he will destroy the veil that veils all peoples. The web that is woven over all nations, he will destroy. In other words, the uh, blindness, here's a reference to the blindness of the people not being able to see God's ways, that will be taken away. And then the second gift, he will destroy death forever. In other words, in the last times, in the final times, death will be destroyed. So these are the two gifts that the Lord on the last days will offer all peoples. He will remove the reproach of His people from the whole earth, for the Lord has spoken. Obviously, this is because He is the Lord, the God of Israel, And in that sense, we can understand the gospel a little better. Jesus has been preaching. Great crowds have been gathered. He cured all the sick. They wanted to stay with him and listen to him. But then Jesus says something that reveals his merciful heart. My heart is moved with pity for the crowd, for they have been with me now for three days and have had nothing to eat. I do, not want them, I do not want to send them away hungry for fear they may collapse on the way. He says this to his disciples. He's training them. He is, in other words, showing them that they have got to be compassionate with the crowds as well. The disciples say, well, where can we get enough food to feed these people? Then Jesus works the second miracle of the loaves and the fishes. He took the seven loaves and the fish, gave thanks, broke the loaves, and gave them to the disciples, who in turn gave them to the crowds. They picked up the fragments left over, seven baskets full. The abundance of the messianic Messianic times. All of this is once to prepare us for the coming of the Lord. Who is coming? The Lord, who will free us from all illness, not only physical illness, but especially spiritual illness, spiritual sickness, and obviously spiritual sickness is sin. But he will also provide for our material needs, as he did multiplying the loaves and the fishes. He is a good Lord. He is a merciful Lord. He wants to come to our hearts, to the heart of each one of us, and in that way be present not only at Christmas time, but all times. So let us continue to prepare ourselves for Christmas. That's the meaning of today's responsorial psalm as well. I shall live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. That doesn't mean to say we're going to go to some place, a physical place, and just stay there, because we cannot do that. But it means, as it were, having our hearts turned into a dwelling place for the Lord. And it's a dwelling place for the Lord to the extent that we have his grace in our souls. Finally, the Alleluia verse. Behold, the Lord comes to save his people. Blessed are those prepared to meet him. Let us want to be among those blessed, prepared to meet the Lord. In other words, not be distracted by the commercial side of Christmas. Oh, I've got to buy so many presents, and I've got to do this and that, and the Christmas meal, etc., etc., etc. They are all distractions. They are all good things, perhaps, but they, may not, they should not become distractions for us in our preparation for Christmas. So let us want to be among the blessed, those who are prepared to meet the Lord when He comes at Christmas time. Amen. Thank you for joining us at your daily homily. For information on St. Philip the Apostle Parish or to support this ministry, please click on the links provided. Until our next time together, be safe and God bless.